Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is December 7th. This is episode 134. And what a wonderful Wednesday to talk about cryptocurrencies. As always, my friends, things have been developing throughout the week as we've talked about them on Monday, continued to see short-term prices pushing down, the shorter-term timeframes resetting, building themselves up. So let's get into it. Let's talk about what we're starting to see and what we can expect again for the rest of the week. So at this very moment, still with our macros, nothing's really changed since we talked on Monday. The money flow is still pointing up on our main assets, ETH and BTC as well as the S&P, I believe. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. So nothing really changed here in the macro of the cryptocurrencies at the moment. If we move into our more midterm macros, we can see that the three-day starting to show signs of changing, potentially just pushing down a little bit lower, correlating with that daily and the other timeframes, the four-hour, the six-hour Uh, as they are coming down again we're looking for that higher low in the very shorter term which is going to be somewhere around if if it's perfect right around 16600 16500 as far as eth goes higher low is looking for a round right around 1200 dollars, maybe even a little bit more depending could be a little bit lower even 1190 maybe 1170 very possible as long as we maintain an overall higher low picture, it could even be a little bit lower towards 1150, depending on where that shoulder comes in. And we could wick a little bit lower as well. So we are looking for continued short term downside. We are looking again for a higher low overall because the macros are still picking us up. They have not confirmed up, right? The highest time frame I believe we have to the upside right now is a one day or even maybe a two day we have the one day for sure the three day has not signaled yet the weekly has not signaled yet so you know we really don't want to see the daily tc down before we can turn everything else in the shorter term back up essentially we can come down we just don't want to see a full-on tc because that would obviously invalidate our bullish triple confirmation that we had on the 29th about eight days ago nine days ago so yeah nothing else has really changed a whole heck of a ton since we talked on monday and even from friday we came up we're coming back down now we're looking for that higher low Uh, as long as nothing changes in the macro that will be the continued outlook for what we're thinking Mm. Um, if we come over here and take a look at gold uh, we're in a very similar format where we are looking for continuation to the upside, uh, even more so actually than BTC at this current time, with most time frames still pushing up. Daily actually looks like we need a bit of relief time potentially coming in here. Some bearish divergence is going on, trying to turn itself back up. But what this is saying is, you know, it is very close to what's been the top of the trend going back into March and April of the start of this of this year so we're pretty close to that thing this is saying that we're very close to the top we potentially could diverge one more time two more times 
If we hit it again with all these divergences stacked up, we're probably going to reject again, maybe potentially coming back into our 1730, 1750 support level, hopefully for a designated retest of that level and bouncing us higher and potentially pushing us through this downward channel that we've been in for longer than two years, almost three years at this point. If it does that, it's going to validate the cup and handle theory that we've been talking about with gold for about the same time, about two years. Yeah, market structure is on our side right now. Overall, gold is looking quite bullish, quite bullish. Um, we still need some of these more higher term time frame macros to turn it, uh, themselves back up as well. But we're getting there. We can see that the two week already TC'd, the weekly obviously already TC'd. Um, the monthly is probably one month away, potentially on this uh, close, or maybe even the close after this month. So about 50 days away, we could be seeing a monthly triple confirmation back to the upside. Obviously, that's a very, very, very strong indicator here. Last time we had a monthly TC from a bottom would have either been here back in January of 2016 and or somewhere in here between February, January 2019 or even July 2019. I would imagine it actually came much earlier. So they give you another higher low, higher low and continued and blasted to the moon. So yeah, we have huge capitulation volume going on here. Huge, massive buy volume that we, you know, <laughs> the most volume we've seen on the whole chart could be a mistake but it could also be a sign that things are about to absolutely ramp up you know the whales come in early they buy it up like crazy they basically smash you know obviously that happened right at the previous all-time high level which would tell me that the whales came in and they bought all the sell pressure limit orders in that zone they completely decimated anything above and around the all-time high so We'll see. You know, that was back in March and April of this year. Obviously, we've just, you know, we, we have come back down in this time. But looking at the overall grand scheme of things, you know, we really haven't retraced very much at all. Honestly, it feels more just like some sort of retest of previous FIB levels, right? We've come right to our 382 and bounced so far. So, what is that telling us? It's telling us that this, again, looks much more like a retest than a rejection of the high. So just some interesting key points to take away from gold. Again, if gold starts to continue to take off completely, um, the trend that we've seen in the past is the cryptocurrencies tend to tag along um, following gold overall over the rest of you know the shenanigans of the stock market and the Dixie and the US 10-year and stuff on that matter. Obviously, We've had major developments over here in the Dixie and the US 10 in the last couple of weeks, and Bitcoin has not really reacted in the way that we thought it would. Obviously, there was a lot going on in the background with the whole FTX shenanigans, Genesis, uh, everything else that was going on as well. But overall, usually you would have at least some sort of you know neutral reaction, not a complete you know downside push with the Dixie falling. Like we've come down a total of almost seven, I guess even actually almost up to nine points on the Dixie so far, which is a massive, massive pullback. And, 
yeah, Bitcoin has not reacted in the way that we obviously thought it was going to. Good news is, is that continuation on the Dixie and the U.S. tenure to the downside is highly probable still at this point. Looking at how our weeklies are continuing, how the money flows are just about going into the red. You know, you can see here the last time we went into the red, the last time before that we went into the red. Right? Was this the sell-off? No. This was the sell-off. This was the sell-off. So we'll, yeah, we'll definitely need to see how we react and how we continue. And we could be expecting some sort of upside bounce in the midterm, short-term type of scenario. But overall, we can see that the momentum is shifting back into the bear's favors. And we're more than likely going to see continuation over the longer term period to the downside, I would say over the next probably six to eight months, if I had to guess. We check here the last time this happened. This was, let's call it June 2020. It was a little bit early. Yeah, it was still about June. And then we went all the way. Actually, we did about a, a year straight, a year straight of this being in the red. May to May, about a year straight. Okay, so interesting. The last two times we've dipped into the red money flow, they have been about almost an accurate year to date. So can we expect the same result? Potentially, possibly. Interesting note. We'll have to see how it goes. So potentially upwards of a year, I would say, one to six months, upwards of a year of overall continuing down. This could be, again, a good thing for the crypto space for the next year. You know, November to November type of deal. We'll have to see. Just some interesting keynotes to take away from it all. You know, continuation downside on the U.S. tenure and the Dixie. The S&P right now is continuing to reject off of this 4,000 to 4,200 level, but overall, the money flow is still increasing on our macros, midterm macros, all the all the above. You know, again, I, I don't think coming down here and getting a higher low is such a bad thing. We don't have any type of higher low overall in the midterm macro right now, as far as the S&P goes. We can see volume dropping off pretty quickly here in the daily upwards of the three-day Right, but overall we did come in and break through that level. Now we just need to find support and continue here. We obviously have a bit of a fractal going on, potentially, right? Where we have our lower lows, our higher low, and then continuation. If we're gonna see the same thing in the midterm macro, that's what we would be looking for. We have our lower lows with bullish divergence. We're looking for the higher low somewhere potentially up in here of 38.50 and as low as 37.50 as long as we maintain a higher low overall course we should be looking to bust through our zone of resistance between 4000 4200 and the longer the amount of time is that we essentially accumulate sideways the lower the zone gets you know, we might not have to get all the way to 4,200 in order to break through the market structure and in order to break through the resistance levels. We may only have to get up to, you know, 4,080, which we've already done, interestingly enough. So, you know, you know, just some things to think about. Again, nothing of this is ever financial advice, my friends. Just my ideas, my thoughts of what's going on, what I see. Uh, Jonas makes a really good point. The euro to dollar looks way better already too. 
it's a great indication that the dollar value goes down a little bit. Gas prices went down over the last two weeks too. Dude, you have no idea. In Canada, we've dropped, I think, almost 25% uh, since we peaked out in gas price. It's at the lowest it's been in almost two or three years, at least as far as it goes here. It's still expensive as shit, but it is uh, much cheaper than I've seen it in a long, long time. So, But you're right, and the euro to the dollar is looking way better. We hit a bottom of a dollar. And everything is just like, haha, I don't think so. We're not going any lower, you silly mongrels. <laughs> wow. You went around from $4 now to $2.49 today? Holy smokes, dude. Wow. Well, even like, fuck, dude, even when I was just down there at the start of last, that was only one month ago. And it was, what were we looking at? We were looking at like right around 4 bucks. Yeah, it was right around four bucks a gallon. You want me to look at what? Yo, the WTI. Oh, oil. <laughs> I was like, what's WTI? Why don't you why don't you take a moment and talk to us? Talk to us about it. All right, all right. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, sir. Um, How are you doing today? I've got this annoying flu that's going around at the moment. It's not the C word, it's just a normal I just if I sound a bit wonky, that's what's ah. um no, you're all good, man. Everyone seems to be getting Yeah, it it's now, actually, you know? um, it's, if everyone seems to have the same flu, and it's actually the Australian winter flu for some reason. It's really going to just like uh -huh. a, a bad head cold, you know, versus the European, North American in yeah. bed for two weeks type. So feeling pretty blessed and just really Absolutely. interesting what you were saying there. Um, it just feels like you know, we're going over the same thing over and over, but that's that's actually reassuring really reassuring and um you know what John is pointing out, you know, I was talking with with um with Commander Whitloaf about this a couple of weeks ago, you know. Um and we were talking about the channel here. Mm -hmm. The the euro to dollar, it just looks way better now, you know. Um and mm. if you want if people are looking at your stream, you can have a look at WTI, just in trading view to select all and it would be the first one. And it's just the main kind of like it's it's kind of go to in this for oil prices and that's been man is that the yeah cfd black wall it's not got as much history as the other ones but meh a couple of months fine mm. um and yeah like we we're like this, this topped out a couple of weeks ago it's been in this downtrend you know and it's just waiting and waiting it's funny my parents were asking me the other day <laughs> they were like when should we fill up our heating oil you know like give us some trading advice and i was like look Actually, I think we're a week or two away from the inventory refreshing where Ireland, like we're not North America, it takes a little bit more time. And sure as behold, I got a notification today, it dropped like 28% on a fill of heating oil, you know. Um, wow. So wow. I posted a load of other stuff, and I know I post a lot of stuff in economics, but looking at steel, lumber, um, Ollie as well was correlating what I saw in shipping container rates with waiting times outside of LA port, uh, Los Angeles port, and like all these things. And, and even, I'll find uh -huh. the graph, um, rent is actually starting to come down in the US. So like these, yeah, I'll, I'll find really? it. Um, so like all of the kind of core and excluding wages, sticky elements to inflation, like, mm -hmm. the inverted commas problem with us in this discord is honestly we spend way more time thinking with this guys than even professionals i think 
you know, I think we to have confidence in, in what we're seeing around the corner, looking at this kind of data and correlating with the TA and the charts is, is really powerful because I feel like I feel like when we were talking about energy 18 months ago, kind of going, holy moly, like this is going to take off. You know, I think the wave of realization mm-hmm. upon the normies that like actually a lot of this inflation was due to pent up demand, money velocity and stuff like that. How it washes out is um, mm-hmm. it brings the fog of war really close. I'm not really taking a lot of people who are projecting what's going to happen over the next year or whatever, like based on what happened the last time that seriously anymore. I think we're in real uncharted territory. Um, but the stuff that you can see in real life is, is coming down. That's great to hear about Jonas. Um, 249 is unreal. So, yeah, looking at WTI, like I'd love to, um, I'd, I'd love to see what your TA analysis is on it because it's really important where this is going to go, you know, um, whether it's going to put in its mm-hmm. a higher low or whether it's just going to keep on correcting. Um, I think that's, that's, you know, energy is the well, name of the game. That's probably the most important chart right now, but it's looking really good for the next CPI report now. Yeah. Bear in mind, you know, that will be for last month. But if we look forward into kind of January, you know, we could really see looking at a quarterly basis that inflation perhaps topped out in Q3 and spent Q4 on the downtrend. Mm-hmm. And when we're starting a new year, we're all humans, very psychological, like the the Fed and the ECB are all going to be at certain levels. Um, it's going to be super interesting to see how how they react. Yeah, this uh, no, Will's not looking good at all. Not looking good at all. The fact that we've rejected and restructured, and we're almost setting our ourselves for some sort of waterfall um, type of move, where we just continue to step lower and lower and lower and lower, and it finally just falls off a cliff. Looking at daily. You know, we've, we've, excuse me, as far as daily goes, we've bottomed out. But if we push below this bottom, it's going to completely restructure the fibs into the downside fashion. We can see the weeklies already kind of set up in that sense. Obviously, if we break the range here of the weekly, easily going for the 382, which is going to be back to around $61. And if we hit that, we reject off of 75, 76, maybe as low as 72 again. We could be setting ourselves up to move into the $35, $40 range again. Absolutely. We have way more support down here going on um, than anything else. Well, I mean, I don't even think that that's too outlandish or too crazy, really, in the scheme of things. It's right in the middle, right, of the price action overall, right around $40, $50. Again, it's the most like touched and retested zone we have on the whole chart essentially showing us that it is a midline yeah i don't know but i mean if we bounce this time you know things could be looking up for sure just overall yeah this is not looking great you can see we have a rejection off the zero line we have money flow continuously dying (laughs) essentially on this weekly two weeks just going into the red now it is trying to turn back over but I think overall it's just going to get flipped back down because the momentum is still building into you the downside actually, And this is why I love charts and this is why I'm staying away from all the geopolitical factors behind this because there are so many during the economics channel if anyone wants to nerd out and that kind of stuff. Mm. There's the Russian oil cap that's actually starting to work, you know. Um, 
and um this is a beautiful graphical illustration of like the COVID low is like holding, you know, if you're in a pool and you hold the ball underneath the water and let go, shoots into the air. That's, mm-hmm. that's my way of articulating what, how a lot of smarter people are talking about this kind of post-lockdown wave of inflation when they talk about momentum. And I'm, my brain is starting mm-hmm. to wrap itself around it, you know, mm-hmm. like slowly but surely. Um, but that's the way I kind of understand it. And when you look at that oil chart, especially, to, God, I wish I bought it down there, you know, it, it just got hell under and then everything opened up again. And this can be a metaphor for other, um, for many other commodities, but also like services, you know, like shipping. Things just got mm-hmm. submerged and then, you know, I need all that pent up demand and pent up money, you know, spinning out at the same time regardless of mm-hmm. you know a um you know a macro consistent kind of level of demand because nothing changed we didn't like started using more oil we actually started using less oil you know post-covid like because a hybrid working and all this kind of stuff it's, it's quite measurable so you get down to the granular level of like particular economies here in ireland it's quite apparent but yeah energy being so important if you want to mm-hmm. you know that gas is is probably the next most important one uh, to oil to be keeping an eye on, especially this is what mm-hmm. I keep an eye on when I'm thinking of what's the Fed going to say, what's CPI going to do? Um, 100% oil. <laughs> right. Like, it's just, it's pretty sad, really. Our civilization <laughs> depends on this, but <laughs> it really does. Absolutely, it does. We are, you know, obviously we're moving away from that, but not at the rate I think anyone was God, like, you know, yeah, expecting. You know, it's, this whole shock is, I, th- I think, actually just really beneficial to our civilization. This has made us, like, you know, work harder to figure out, like, better solutions faster. And I think that's going to be a big factor with oil price going forward. Well, um, like, it's not going to go away as quickly as what the whole thing, you know, not all. Well, yeah, that's like, I agree, but I don't because I think that they're just pushing things that, you know, oh, this is a semi good idea better than this so i don't know they just you know i feel like they're definitely trying to yes, rush an yes, answer yes. for us right now anyone offering a silver bullet is not to be taken seriously it's just gonna be a mix of different stuff that we have now and some stuff we can't even conceive right of. <laughs> like that that's our tale as a, a, civil, right. a civilization you know if you look at where we came over the last 150 years you know from exactly mundo not having electricity to have electricity but yeah um oil is super important that gas is um it's actually pretty down at the moment um that would be more to be honest with you canada kind of does its own thing um be more related this would be more interesting to americans um from a european perspective uh ttf would be the equivalent and i think that's certainly something that's important to look at mm. yeah i know yeah, exactly Sorry. well yeah, one thing at a time here buddy <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. You're good. You're good. Uh, skilling. I don't even. No, I'm, I was trying to find this. I was trying to find this. So let's see here what we had last time. We didn't even fill out the second drive completely. We got up there. We got about uh, 10 bucks. Now I'm rejecting. Hold this off for a second here. Yeah, I mean, we can see some very, very clear bearish divergence on these month, uh, weekly tops across multiple indicators. 
potential for lower high converging wave right now that we're just rejecting off of again it looks like this range between 760 and 530 is going to break at the same time as the oil range going on between the market structure lines overall you can see money flow just absolutely dying rejection off of the zero line or good enough to be a rejection off the zero line re triple confirmation back to the downside potentially coming again on this week's close and monthly potentially working towards a tc here as well which could be potentially one of the either the first or the second monthly tc we've seen ever on nat gas i mean this chart again does not go far enough back to say for sure but as far as this chart is this potentially would be the first monthly tc down that we've seen on it so yeah overall we're looking to break through five dollars and 33 cents it looks like on a closing basis i think that would trigger us into some sort of landslide potentially all the way back into three dollars maybe even as low as 260 i can see us getting back into this zone here potentially some bullish divergence between this bottom back here in december of 2021 and wherever we land if we do find a lower low in that region but overall a higher low we'd still be in good shape for the future but yes definitely what do you remember what we were targeting Pio? i think it was i think it was a 16 was really where it would kind of top 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 bit um it hit 10 i don't think we were talking about 16 i mean because we were at we were buying at three to four dollars i remember that oh sorry excuse me yeah we're there and we got up to nine and i didn't trade the second divergence or the first divergence like and i got out there after the first pump right i I don't know what i'm doing got topped up a bit Mm -hmm. then learned that it's actually called the widowmaker this is what they call the widowmaker natural gas <laughs> so i was like oh right uh, i'm gonna step back from this now it's not that obvious what's going on <laughs> oh but good news for north americans um mm-hmm. this is and again like you know back to the theme um you know this is what the what we're showing through in cpi and you know it can be a mixture of you know deflation from post lockdown but also demand destruction you know stuff gets too expensive people find a way to be more efficient or to stop using it you know which is what mm-hmm. the Fed is doing. It's right. What their um, desired outcome from raising rates is, also, you know. So if they're seeing, mm-hmm. you know, cause and effect, you know, that's I, I'm not going to say the p word, it, but you know, it's all right. Like we're not going to eight percent interest rate civilizations. <laughs> keep going on because um, even where they are now, like you know, like if you where treasuries are three point five. <laughs> And a LIBOR rate, which is a bank interbank borrowing rate, could be going towards five percent. That's like uh, not good. But when you look mm-hmm. at oil and natural gas, you're like, okay, this is good. No. And so, just to refresh my memory, the FOMC meeting is on Monday. Yes, the twelfth. Um, hmm. hmm. No, usually it's in the middle of the week, which would be interesting to see what the market does because it's been really active. You know, kind of yeah, in around these meetings, like um. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a lot of bad mm-hmm. behavior, really. So maybe the Fed actually did it on Monday. So we were like, all right, these people may not risk. I don't know. So it is Wednesday. Jonas is saying it's actually the 14th. Yeah. So it is Wednesday. Okay. Well, that's that's good because I was going to say if it was on Monday, we would more than likely see a whole weekend of, you know, p- price speculation, 
fact that the as he pointed out as well uh there's a huge amount of btc options expiring on friday which opens up a bunch of liquidity to be potentially gobbled up yeah we could have seen a a ton of fluctuation over the weekend and going Um, into monday but this actually this is much better for us exactly tuesday 8 30 est cpi comes out so the market is certainly going to trade that like they'll want to see us continue its continue its downtrend um cpi um explain so that's uh on tuesday the 13th ah 8 30 esc um so the market will certainly that'll be a busy day you know okay i think the market will want to see it just continuous downtrend so if it's mm-hmm. you know i i believe that's going to be expected maybe the market will has priced in already with will have priced in already pumping towards close this week as as you know you pointed out or as Jonas pointed out in chat, you know, um, yeah, he pointed out like the market's been red for three days straight now, and Bitcoin's going to hell steady, like so, you know, um, they may price in the CPI over the next few days. Who knows? But yeah. Anyway, long story short, busy week next week. Mm-hmm. Things are looking good for a not a 0.75 interest rate rise, right? Which would be the first deducted starting to taper uh, interest hike that we've yeah. seen, right? If it is 0.5, so. yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it might it might only be for this final, you know, yearly increase, but you know, it'll it'll give them an idea of what to do into next year and what it, the you know the cause and effect of it all. Yeah, it falls start. into our and it falls into our picture, right. Use which, the p word. <laughs> you know, it's going to stay away from that. I'm just looking at you know where we what the possibilities are, and we'll see when we get there. Um, just for the Europeans, um, right. It's, and it's because it's a very interesting chart as well. And sorry to kind of labor you now, but you might not be looking at TTF because it either has to break this trend or yeet again. And it's the main um, European gas index. And it's crazy, unlike the weekly or monthly. This thing just went parabolic. Yeah, I remember you showing me this in the first get go. Oh, see, it's, it's interesting how the, you know, obviously the rest of net gas is coming down. And the European net gas is still it looks like those looking at exploding to the upside. Like <laughs> it looks like Doge. I would say some sort of rising broadening wedge here. Uh, yeah, like your money flow is right on the up and up. Huge hidden bullish divergence on the wolf pack. Obviously a huge correction. Still got a higher low overall here. Bouncing off the market structure and almost the 618 level. Yeah, even two weeks starting to turn up. Four day, one day as well. seed. So, yeah, I would say obviously you're much closer to support. If you're going to see the structure break to the downside, you're looking for a clear, obvious, hard rejection off of maybe the 382, right around 220. So I would say it's going to work its way up here. If you have obvious rejection and then continued lower highs from there, that's when you could start to roll over. Otherwise, if we're looking for a bullish scenario here, it's going to go up in the same direction, but you're going to be able to find support, maybe flag here, push through, enter into your 618, and then start pushing in for the top again. Um, By the time we try and hit the top next time, it's not going to be $300. It's going to be closer to potentially you know, 600 to $700 going into June, July, summer of next year, 
Yeah, I think it's all going to come down to what happens around February. That would be my kind of timeline. Obviously, I can't predict the future, but if yeah, if I were to have it my way, I'd say you're going to have an answer right around February, maybe going into March, about whether um, you're fully rejecting off of the 382 or if it's some sort of soft rejection and you just kind of sit around here for a while. Like, yeah, I would say if it can hit the 382, come back to the 236 at around 180, hit, continue finding higher lows, support. That's usually when these types of patterns, you know, push to the upside. Now, that's a lot. It's a lot easier, I would I would imagine, to have a downside move from this whole thing, because that's a lot of upside to gain just to try and test the top of it again, right? We're already at the bottom. We're already on support. So to get some sort of rejection here would be a lot easier. And I mean, we really haven't resetted. We, we blah, resetted. We haven't really reset this whole chart since like 2019, 2020, right? The, the whole 2018 to 2020 was essentially a correction here. So we could be seeing a very similar thing. I would say that this is completely overextended still and that you're more than likely, you know, we could just continue into this downtrend overall that we started back here in 2022. Push this into 2024. It's going to land us right over here somewhere. And we'll have to see where we are price-wise. But potentially looking back into, wow, like way, I don't know, the last high we had before anything broke was like $28. <laughs> and obviously we're at 138 It's um for the love of the Dixie. I hope it breaks down. Um, because you could definitely correlate this with the strength of the euro. Hmm. And the pressure put on it by like, you know, printing euros to hmm. subsidize energy, um, overall weakening of the European economy, etc., etc. Especially the German, German economy is completely can't can't survive at this level. Literally can't. Mm-hmm. It's all based on gas energy, low cost gas energy, as an industrial country. So, super important chart, sure. Mm-hmm. Really, kind of to be honest with you, tied to geopolitics and the war. So. You know, I'm not going to represent as an expert on that. You know, things are looking better. Mm-hmm. On the... mm-hmm. Yeah, like we can see here clearly against the euro, the dollar is yeah. falling and continuing to fall here. Push that upwards of again, potentially a monthly in the next two months or so. Um, weekly and two week already on the down. So we'll have to see for sure. But it's, yeah, this is looking... I mean, the problem here that I do see is that overall, you know, we're starting to continue to roll over and up, um, which isn't great. But you could also interpret this as some sort of descending channel or flag pattern, whatever it would may be. Let's get this out of here for a second just to just give us a better idea. Midline coming in around 80 cents, right around there. Maybe not midline, but the most correlated support line that we can see here. So, I mean, overall, macro-wise, I would be shooting back for about 80 cents on the euro. I think is a good place to come back to, check out, see how we feel. Obviously, we've already done that twice. This resistance is a lot stronger than the support. I'm imagining just because of trend being pushed into it. Um, But yes. Yes, we'll see. We've talked about a lot today. 
Uh, hopefully, you guys, we didn't overload you with information. The biggest thing to take away right now is that, you know, obviously with our main stuff, crypto and ETH, uh, Bitcoin and ETH, rather, sorry, um, nothing's changed in the analysis so far. We are coming down here. If you took profits, if you're looking for a re-entry position, you're in the right. You definitely could have taken a starting short position. That would have not been a terrible idea. But overall, your daily is still TC'd up. You know, you're working off of shorter term time frames right now. 16 hour has gone into your favor. That would have been enough for potentially, you know, some sort of 2% entry, short, whatever. Still having your macro long on your swing and playing it by ear from there. But overall, we want to see that higher low. We want to see continuation, some sort of BART patterning continue to form here. Shoulder, inverted head and shoulders, whatever you want to call it. We're still targeting into that 18 to 19K region for now. And if we can hit it, if we can find support, then potentially pushing through 19, potentially breaking this uh, midterm, short-term downtrend that we've been in for what feels like forever, forever, all the way back into last year. So, yes, my friends, as always, oh, make sure you check out tripleconfirmation.com. If you haven't been around here before, the first time hearing the podcast, we appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. As always, uh, make sure to check out our new indicators page, which will be up very soon, explaining when and where you can find the TCA indicator, if you guys are interested, and continue using the triple confirmation bot, my friends. Uh, things are still obviously in development. We had a great meeting with our uh, supporters yesterday. If you guys are interested in checking out those meetings, we'll be doing those every two weeks in the triple confirmation discord. Again, links will be on the website in the podcast descriptions and as well on the youtube so yes what a wonderful wednesday thank you guys for taking the time to listen and we will catch you again on friday take care bye bye